This is Swamp Fame Podcast. Dad, I'm reading the book. This is the One Thing Podcast, where we teach you the surprisingly simple truth behind extraordinary results. My name's Jeff Woods. I'm the vice president here at The One Thing. And that was my daughter, my little four-year-old Daphne, who was convinced that she too can host a podcast. So she's very excited to be on this episode. If you missed the last episode, we talked about how you can increase your productivity, both physically and mentally, with Bulletproof's Dave Asprey. If you missed that conversation, please go back and listen to it. In this episode, we want to share a live webinar that we did uh, every month, usually every month, we do a live webinar, no pitch, just straight free value with some author or influencer where we're just trying to bring value to you. And last month, we featured the owner of capitalism.com and a close friend of mine named Ryan Moran. This is a guy who, before I ever moved to Austin to start this business with Gary and Jay, was somebody that I followed. I listened to one of his podcasts called Freedom Fastlane. And what blew me away about this guy was the fact that at the time, you know, he was 27, 28 years old and had businesses that were collectively doing about a million dollars a month. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, if I want to surround myself with people who are where I want to be, this would be a great guy to get in a relationship with. Well, you fast forward, I moved to Austin, Texas, and the first person I got connected to was Ryan Moran, who, who lives here. And he's become one of my closest friends here in town. We talked about the five investments with the highest ROI for business owners. These are investments that are not necessarily what you might think in terms of just investing in stock or investing in real estate. But different types of investments that truly give you the highest ROI possible. Now, whether you're a business owner, whether you're an executive within a corporation, whether you're a stay-at-home parent, a lot of these, this will transcend all areas of your life. You'll notice right off the bat that he and I have a, a very, uh, are very comfortable with each other and we definitely, this was, an, this was an entertaining interview. We went back and forth with each other in very unique ways. So we know you'll enjoy this conversation with the owner of capitalism.com, Ryan Daniel Moran. Eating healthy is an investment. It's an investment in yourself, but it also often requires an investment of your time. But good news is Factor has delicious ready-to-eat meals that are ever fresh and never frozen they're chef-created, dietitian-approved, and ready to eat in just two minutes. With Factor, you can choose from a weekly menu of up to 35 options, including popular things like Calorie Smart or Keto Direction or Protein Plus or Vegan and Veggie. Also discover 60 more add-ons every week like breakfast on the go, lunch snacks, beverages to help you stay fueled, feel good all day. And we know our listeners here at The One Thing are focused on health and health goals. That's why we choose to partner with Factor. And if you visit factormeals.com slash 150 and use code 150, you can get 50% off your first month plus 20% off your next month. Again, that's factormeals.com slash ONE50 and use code ONE50 to get 50% off your first month plus 20% off your next month. My name is Ryan Daniel Moran. I run capitalism.com. I also own a, a handful of physical products businesses, specifically through an investment fund called the Capitalism Initiative. I blog and speak mostly about building businesses and investing the profits. And I believe that entrepreneurs and business owners are the best shot we have at solving all of the world's problems. It's my opinion that the best way to solve any problem 
is to start a profitable business that serves that community and solves that problem. And that's how we'll solve health problems. It's how we'll solve economic problems. It's how we'll solve problems in the third world. And that we need as much entrepreneurship and as much profit motive as possible because that's how we create a better world. Yeah. When we look at the investments that you can make as business owners, we look at all the investments you can make and how do we narrow it down to the one that you know right after this webinar, you can start taking action. So Ryan's and my goal is to go into five specific areas with you. If we don't get to all five, that's okay. One of the first lessons I learned from Gary Keller is that if you walk into a meeting with him with an agenda, they better be in order of priority because you may very well not make it past priority number one. That's exactly what happened to me. I walked in there, I had a full list. I did not put them in order of priority. We spent the entire hour talking about what was not my most important item. And I learned that consequence very, very quickly. So when we look at all the things that you can do as an owner with your time, your capital, I'm curious, what do you guys think is the number one investment that you can be making? What do you think is going to give us give you the highest ROI? Go ahead and put that in the chat box. Timeshares. Timeshares. <laughs> oh, Samia on KW Connect. Look at that. That actually got some reach. That's exciting. Real estate, lead gen. Interesting. Okay. All right. This is going to be a good discussion. Any votes for vacant land? Vacant land, anyone? No, no, no. Uh, you know, when I mm. when I would have when I was first starting in myself, I love that consulting, improving my sales skills, networking skills and networking, self development, logistics. All right, very very interesting answers. Appointments. Read read the book twice. Questions box. The chat box. Do do the questions box. That'll that'll be the easiest place because that's what we're looking at. Self storage. So I'm already seeing the trend here, and I think our answer is going to surprise you. Um, Jay Papazan, who co-authored the one thing, walked in right before this, and I told him what we were talking about today, and he goes, "Oh, so you must be talking about what did he say?" He said, "People, people. You must be talking about people, people." And and I heard Gary Keller say this in a mastermind where he said, "The greatest investment you can make, period, is the investment." In people, you know, you taught me something actually, and I've used this quote. I have recycled this. I do a, I always do, draw an asterisk in there and say copyright Jeff Woods, 2017. <laughs> when I say it when I quote it, but the quote was, and I think you asterisked it copyright Gary Keller, 2002 or something. But when you've hit a plateau, you are missing a person, mm. and that person could be an employee, that person could be a mentor, it could be the right customer. But you're never at a plateau because of anything else except you're missing a person. Absolutely. And I have I have lived by in fact, this past quarter, we're coming up on the first end of the first quarter of 2017. And in my organizations, we operate quarter by quarter with quarterly goals. And my quarterly goal was to expand my network outside of the industry that I have been accustomed to because I felt like I hit a plateau in the type of person I was attracting. So it was my assignment to go out and get into other groups of people for different hires, different mentors, different customers. And all three of those areas have multiplied in the last quarter. We're getting better quality candidates for the roles that we're, fit, that we're filling. We're getting higher level contacts that are stretching my thinking. And we're getting much higher level clients. In fact, we're getting 4x return on our best clients. By that, I mean, we quadrupled the top end of the pricing for our highest level clients in the last quarter because I started going into different groups. So the best investment I made this year was in just who I hung out with, which 
strangely, was not the most expensive investment that we made, mm. but it had the highest upside. So I'm curious for, for you, if you consider what Gary said, which is at any point in time in your life, you're hitting a ceiling, you're missing a person, employee, contractor, mentor, coach, go ahead and put in the chat box, who's that person that you're missing in your life right now? If you're a business owner, it very well may be bringing in leverage in the form of an employee or a contractor. If you're where I was when I was in medical device sales and really lost wanting to figure out how to start a business, I was missing a mentor. I was missing somebody who could guide me along the way. Who's that person that you're missing right now? I see um, ISA, I see employee, I see virtual assistant, a coach or a mentor, 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 mentor and investor. Awesome. Very good. Could, could I tell you a quick story Please. in here? So I was listening to a podcast last week. It was with uh, Vern Arnish. Right. So Vern Harnish was gave this beautiful outline of launching a business and doing it bigger than all of your competitors and coming out of the gate with a huge launch and a big splash. And this advice I thought was so impactful. He said, make a list of the 10 people in your industry. You remember this? Yeah. Or you just really liked a nod. The, there's there were 10 <laughs> make a list of 10 people that if you got those 10 people talking about you, blogging about you, supporting your vision and your mission, that everything would change. And I was like, well, that's a really easy assignment. So I made it. And I realized that I was one person away from that entire list, meaning I either had a connection with that person somewhere, or I knew someone who had a direct relationship with the entire list of people. And I went, what have I been doing with my entire life? Because the best thing that I could be doing right now is surrounding and getting into the circles with those individuals. Because literally with a tweet or a Facebook post or a blog or an email blast or a webinar or a podcast mention or them sharing my article, my entire business would change. And it was this unbelievable realization that I've been putting my focus on things that did not have the highest ROI. So a relationship does not necessarily need to mean a mentor or a customer, but also who's the gateway into all the business that you could possibly handle in your real estate practice or your side business or whatever it is that you do to earn an income. Who's a person that could smash that just because of the network they have? Yep. I love it. So, you know, we're going to keep moving on in the list, but in the spirit of taking action, because consuming content is great. But if you walk away from this webinar and you just take action on one thing, if you look and I'm looking at who you all said, whether it was a coach, a mentor, an ISA, an accountability partner, and you made a commitment to start taking action to seeking that person every single day and you brought them into your life, would you already be getting a good return on your investment of your time right now? If you believe so, go ahead and put yes in the chat box. Um, I will share that for, for me, my bringing her in. That's Inez. She's my, my new executive assistant. Um, you know, We're 39 days in and it's already changed my world. One of the things I need to add into my bio is that I have a unique ability of almost getting on to really bad TV shows. I have not almost got onto a really good show, which was Survivor, but I've been uh, on the roster of some really bad shows. I'm already enjoying this webinar. How many of you are enjoying the webinar? If so, write something ridiculous in the chat box because- And include make... the word pants. Pants. Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. All right. So uh, 
relationships, the investment in people is hands down the greatest investment you can make. It will give you the highest ROI. Now I want to shift and I want to start. Someone said I should be on The Bachelor. I agree. (laughs) Yes, please. Uh, ABC. Hey, my one thing for this webinar is for if any of you know any casting producers at ABC, tell them that this should be The New Bachelor. There you go. <laughs> I'm so refraining from all these comments. Um, all right. The, the next thing I want to talk about is turning your business into a vehicle that can acquire assets for you. Can I tell a story quickly before we go there? Yes. Okay. This is going to be a serious story. Don't laugh at this story. No laughing aloud, Jeff. Okay? Okay. Okay. So last night, I'm closing this big business deal, the biggest business deal of my life. I'm, I, I, we get the deal. I'm flying high. And at the same time, the same week, one of my businesses crossed a million dollar a month mark. Now, I have several times crossed a million dollars a month in all of my businesses combined, but never one business doing a million dollars in revenue a month. So it was like, yes, it's the best week ever. I'm the smartest man alive. And on my way home, I had a four hour drive back from this business meeting. I call my best friend in the world. His name's Mark Jenny. He runs a company called RVShare.com. It's the biggest RV rental site in the world. So I call Mark and I'm all flying high. I'm like, you got the deal. It's, it's going to be amazing. My life's going to change. This is great. And he's like, man, that's so great. I'm so happy for you. This is great. I'm like, so how the heck are you? And he's like, dude, awesome. We're going to do 100 million this year. Okay. Well, my ego just went, but he says, but I've been in touch with this guy who runs a similar business and they do. $4 billion a year. And I feel like such a putz. And I was like, the guy that I'm talking to that is making me feel like a putz feels like a putz because of who he's talking to. And what's interesting about that is our brains, all they know how to do is compare, right? Like what's good, what's bad, whatever you're comparing it to. But we can be intentional about the game. And that changes based on who you hang out with because mm-hmm. your brain recalibrates to create what is normal based on what it compares to. So what's, what is amazing? Is pizza amazing? Yes. Is pizza am- yeah. <laughs> now give pizza to somebody from a third world country, right? So different comparison based on experience. So you have normalized the experience of pizza, although you still enjoy it. Whereas a million dollars to someone could be the end-all be-all to somebody else. It could be a rounding error. And the difference is simply your perception of the situation, your perception of the number, the emotional attachment that you have to it based on what you have normalized right here. And that directly comes from the expectations of the people around you. All that to say, the fastest way to create this type of a result, change who you hang out with. or this result change who you hang out with. Amen. I mean, that's that's how my whole journey started, right? Now we can move on. Okay. And yes. But that's a great point. And, and whether you're in relationship with them directly or even surrounding yourself with their ideas, you may or may not know Ryan personally, but that idea right there likely just shifted your perspective. That's huge. I feel like we're not standing close enough again. We got to get a little closer. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see it. I, Jay would be so uncomfortable right now. <laughs> All right. So let's, I remember when I was listening to your podcast, Freedom Fast Lane, you started talking about not just building a business, but using it as a vehicle to then 
create a cash flow machine, if you will, that can then go and acquire your right. assets. Talk a little bit about that. So I take a rule that I, for anything I buy or invest in, I want to come out of new money. What that means to me is I tend to normalize what's in the bank. So we'll just say that there's $100,000 in the bank and I really want to make a $25,000 down payment on my next investment property. And if that's the case, I have normalized the 100K in the bank. So for me, I say, okay, I want to make this investment. So it's got to come out of new money. So the way that I have found that people create new money the fastest is through doubling down on a cash flow business. That meaning the thing that you control where you can actively create new money that you can then invest into other areas. So most people have a way of making income. Most, for most time, it's a nine to five job, but you don't have the cash flow business that operates to fund your investments and thus creates your wealth or the passive cash flow that you are getting from real estate or dividend paying stock or real estate investment trusts or investment funds or whatever it is that is your preferred way of investing. So I allocate a specific amount of my portfolio to other forms of cash flow that come directly from my cash flow businesses. So I say the greatest investment that you can make if you don't own a business is in something that cash flows independent of your time and then using that cash flow to buy your other cash producing assets being real estate real estate investment trust dividend paying stock and all the things that you probably already know but the funding from that comes from your cash flow business which you either do on the side or you jump into as your full time well let's do a little survey how many of you have a stream of income that comes independent of you trading dollars for hours? If so, yes in the chat box. And if no, go ahead and do no or a question mark, whichever you prefer. All right. So, so far, a little bit more than 50 50, yes. Yep. But not, oh, no, not I'm okay. So yes, but not predictable. Right. All right. Getting started with new business. Awesome. And, and again, this is going back to way before at the beginning, or just what we said before we transitioned, if this is new to you, if this idea is new to you, then surrounding yourself with the right people or their ideas, that's how I got started. I was an employee. I was in medical device sales. I had a comfortable living, but I had to wake up every single day and trade dollars for hours. And then when I witnessed a colleague have a stroke at 35 years old, and here I am with a brand new house in Orange County and a brand new daughter, Realizing if something happens to me, what happens to my family? Then I get introduced to this guy's content and just hearing about how he was generating these cash flow businesses started planting in my mind that I should do the same thing. And so I went to upgrade my five, ended up meeting Jay Papazan, latched onto him like a koala bear to a eucalyptus tree, and mm. bada bing, bada boom, I get to mm. call Gary and Jay partner. Mm. So start starts with relationship. And now we both trade dollars for daughters. Yes. Because daughters are expensive. Correct. Yeah. And we both have them. Correct. Correct. And we both have purple shirts today. I just didn't get the memo. That's sad. I'm it sorry. I should, I should have sent you a text. All right. Um, not even sure how to do that. Um, well, where would you suggest they go if, if they have not been exposed to this before? Yeah. Well, well, so for some people, their cash flow business is flipping houses. Mm-hmm. For some people, it is consulting. For some people, it's having 
websites that SEO, that rank for search terms on Google. So it doesn't necessarily have to start being independent of their time. I would say it does not need to be independent at the beginning, especially if you are developing a skill set that will then be leveraged for something else down the road. So skill sets are an asset because you can charge money for them. So if you're just if you're out of college and you don't have that skill set, that is your greatest investment. It is developing the skill set that you can charge money for, which then becomes the business as people become willing to pay for it. So what value do you bring to the world? There are also other vehicles that are passive cash flow, like passive income websites, which you can purchase or you can build. There are business brokers out there that buy and sell web businesses. There are, again, flipping houses or consulting, but it all comes down to that skill that you build, or you can just go buy income and buy businesses that are passive, either raise the money or earn the money or borrow the money to go acquire that. And that is the first seed. I'm curious how many of you um, make money by selling something to someone? If so, go ahead and put yes in the chat box. How many of you, if you were able to sell more, you were able to make more? And, and, and I'm taking you down a path for a reason. Um, so majority of people, yes. Tell the story about you selling consulting services on Amazon and then the person that you taught how to doing it, how to do it, ended up selling it for more, the 80-20 of your customers. Sorry, I don't follow. Okay, I'll tell the story. Uh, <laughs> I, I heard Ryan talking about how Ryan has developed a very successful Amazon business. He has one of the top uh, supplement companies on Amazon. And he, other people who wanted to learn how to sell on Amazon would start following Freedom Fastlane, would start reaching out to Ryan, and he would work with some of them one-on-one, and he would charge a certain amount of money for that. Well, one day he found out that one of the people that he had taught then went out into the market and instead of charging a few thousand dollars, started charging $100,000 for the same information that he learned from Ryan. And the message that I took away from you, and I shared this in episode 23 of the One Thing podcast, you heard me share this. What if you were to wake up every single day and instead of trying to get 80% of the market to say yes to you, you woke up trying to get 80% of the market to say no to you so that the right 20% could say yes. And by the way, that person was not competing with me. They were going to a completely different set of people that valued the same information differently than the people that I was going to. So the only thing that was different was not me. It was not the product. It was the people that were being targeted. So skill sets have an arbitrage based on who they're directed to. And the person who is willing to pay the most is that 20%. And everybody else should be the 80% that you say no to. You've all heard of 80-20 before. Have you ever thought about applying it to your customers? You know, I, I shared this, a woman, when I was speaking from stage, she was a real estate agent with Keller Williams. And she said, what do I do about this client? They want me to, to work with them late at night when I'm usually spending time with my family. And I said, do you need that client? And she said, excuse me. And I shared the thing that I heard from Ryan. What if you woke up trying to get 80% of the people out there to say no to you so you could say yes to the right 20%? How would that change your business? For all of you who maybe don't have a side business yet or a cash flow business yet you sell and you're looking to find that additional income to fund your investments, what if you just chose a different customer? How would that change things for you? From an investment standpoint, we've talked about the investment in people. 
being the highest ROI you could possibly get, whether that be leverage, like bringing on an employee or a contractor, whether that be a mentor, whether that be hiring a coach. But the investment in people is the greatest investment you can make, and that is directly from Gary Keller. The second thing that we have talked about is investing and starting businesses that generate cash flow to then go out and fund your investments that can ultimately fund your life. Mm -hmm. Let's talk a little bit about something that everybody can do that would ultimately make their business bulletproof, which is audience building. Amen. So I'm of the opinion that the fastest way to grow any business, a cash flow business or your practice or your consulting agency, whatever it is, is to be able to crank a lever and be in front of people. So Jeff, do you know Carl Icahn? I do. The investor? I do. How, um, how's he doing? I think he's doing pretty good. Okay, good. He's okay. He's a, uh, one of the greatest investors ever. There's a story back in 2009 or 2010 where he tweeted about Apple stock being undervalued. Do you remember this? Boom. He tweets, I think Apple stock is undervalued. And then boom, he adds billions of dollars to the economy with a, with a tweet. And I was like, that's the coolest thing ever. Is that why Trump does it? Yes, that's why he tweets from the toilet. We call that toilettweets.com. <laughs> I just made that up. Somebody go get that domain. I'll buy it from you. So, <laughs> so uh, Carl Icahn's on toilettweets.com, tweets about Apple. Apple stock goes in the opposite direction of the toilet. It goes way up. So I saw this was like that is just, that's fascinating to me that you can carry that much authority by having the right people following you. I started to pay attention to this because I start to see this trend happening. And then, uh, Jeff, you know Tim Ferriss. I do. You guys, you guys know Tim Ferriss type, uh, put a TF in the, in the chat box if you know who, who Tim Ferriss is. Tim Ferriss had an article written about him called The Tim Ferriss Effect. And one of the companies that sponsored his podcast wrote an article about how their business exploded when they started paying Tim Ferriss to talk about them on the podcast. So they were a sponsorship. It was totally like totally cool. Like they knew there was a relationship there. Tim starts talking about them as a sponsorship relationship, and the company explodes. I started to go, well, this is interesting. Just because one person talked about him, talked about this company, this company explodes. So they probably paid him. for advertising, and they've added millions of dollars in value to the company. Well, this this is this is starting. This is a multiplier effect. This is really interesting. And I started to see that if certain influencers all aligned behind a message, then they could really change everything about a business. And it became very clear to me that the best long-term investment in any business would be the number of eyeballs that could be controlled. Attention. That could be controlled and get their attention and directed towards something through an email blast, a podcast episode, a webinar like this one. Can you command attention and get that attention to take the action that you want them to? So if you are a real estate agent. Well, well, let's ask, what industry are you in? I'd like to see where you're at so we can customize the conversation to you. Go Go ahead and let us know. Uh, what industry you're in so that we can start. So I got real estate, financial, a lot of real estate agents. Oh, let's let's just go with the real estate angle. Okay, great. So let's go real estate. Let's say that you have a sweet deal that comes on the market, right? What happens, what is a better result for you? If you have people competing for that house, or if you're the only person talking about it, 
and you have to go find a buyer for it. People are coming to you or you have to go to them. What's a better result? What gets, what gets that, that house sold faster? When people are coming to you, right? So what if you could just control that process and you get a people coming to you? What if you had a buyer's list? We hear a lot about that on the, the real estate investment side. If you've got a buyer's list of people who want this exact specific type of house, and then you send it out to the entire list and they just happen to know that a hundred different people are seeing it or a thousand different people are seeing it. What do you think is going to happen to the activity on that house? Mm-hmm. Goes way up, right? There was a time in my career where I bought and sold a lot of websites. So I make all my money. My, my cash flow business is internet businesses. So I bought and sold a lot of cash flowing websites for a while. And there was a time where I ran a service called Flip Alerts, where I had a buyer's list of people who wanted to buy cash flowing websites, and I would find them on the internet just as a service. I didn't, I didn't uh, take any brokers for anything. I just used it as a service. I would send it out to this buyer's list. They would be sold in minutes because all these people were competing for these websites. And I started to show people, hey, watch this. I would click send, and within four minutes, the website would be sold for thousands of dollars. In what other atmosphere is that possible? The only reason why that happened was because the person of authority was sending it out to a followers list and everyone knew that thousands of people were going to see it and they needed to make a decision quickly. So if you're in any business and you have a list of people who want something specific, how would your business change if you had 5,000 people who trusted your opinion and wanted your services? Whether that's if if it is, and how do you do this? Yeah, I was gonna say let's let's yeah. how do you practically do this for the people who they're going? Okay, sounds great. I get it. Very. Simply, what do I need to do? Very simply, whatever service or product you offer, there is a person behind that product or service, and they probably have a list of needs and desires and wants, and they tend to hang out with other people who also have those needs, wants, and desires. If you know who the person is, you can easily identify where they hang out. So for example, I currently have physical products businesses, right? And a customer of mine might sell spatulas. And I would say, you don't sell spatulas, you sell to moms who cook for their families. Now, one is, hey, we sell spatulas, they're really great. They look expensive, but they're not. We have really great customer reviews. Would you like to buy one? The other is we sell to moms who believe that home-cooked meals for their children is the best way that we serve our families and change society. We believe that moms are the, the pillar of the family and the family is the pillar of society. We sell spatulas. Do you want one? Very, very different exchange. And one sells to a group of people that also buy diapers, food, clothes. They control all the spending in the household. So who do you want to target? Spatula buyers or moms who also buy spatulas? So let me let me use what I've seen happen here internally. I've heard Gary Keller in some of his masterminds with some of the top people talk about how you really need to provide value. This is a, a total value conversation. When you want people to do business with you, you don't just get to take. You, in today's economy, have to give first in order to receive. We've heard this since we were we were children. Better to give than to receive. How can you... For example, Jay Papazan and his wife, Wendy, have taken this to heart where they now have the All ATX podcast. They said, how can we create a podcast Mm. that is about all things that are cool happening here in Austin? 
it happens to be sponsored by the Papazan Property Group. But their job, or at least the purpose of the podcast, is every week to put valuable content out there for people who are in Austin or who want to learn more about Austin. And as a result, they will then learn about the Papazan Property Group. Mm. Gary and Jay sat down and wrote the one thing. There was no business. Gary and Jay wanted to share ideas with the world. They put content out there as a result. However many books have been sold now, you know, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of books, a certain number of you ended up on our email list to the point where when we do a webinar like this, several hundred of you can just show up off of an email and we're just providing value to you. Are we doing business right now? No. Do we do business with some of you? Sure. But the value comes first. How can you, whatever industry you're in, whether I see a nonprofit, whether you saw, I saw diesel repair, whether you are a candy, candy manufacturer, that's awesome. My three-year-old would love you. Computer repair. How can you start providing valuable content, podcast, blogs, videos, social media, speaking engagements, books, videos on YouTube? Oh, let, me, let me tell a quick story. I have a team member. Her name is Marusha. She runs a company called Perky Perky. It, it is Stop it. <laughs> that is the real name, Perky Perky. It's a coffee company, and she specifically okay. targets women. So the way she didn't have an audience, by the way, she had no ability. She didn't have like a group of people that she could click a button and be in front of. So she did this: started talking into her phone, posted on Facebook, and started talking about her vision of the company. What happened? is that other women who believed in her mission and her message started sharing the video. And now she's starting to get a few thousand people who are following. Now, they might be coffee drinkers, they might not be coffee drinkers, but they were all moms and they were all women who believed the message of her company and what she was trying to do in the world. So as a result of her putting videos out into the world, the day, she didn't even have a product yet. The day her product was ready, all of these people had been following the journey and the message bought coffee, whether they were coffee drinkers or not. That created a profitable launch out of the gate, raving fans right out of launch, people who are reviewing it on Amazon and talking about it, waiting in line to get it at the office. That's a real story. Just because they supported her and her mission because she had been putting it out to the world. So she didn't have a huge audience. She had a small audience but there were people who believed in what she was doing because of the value that she was creating. How world. many of you today for your business intentionally put content out there? I'm just curious. If so, put yes. If no, put no. That can be whether you write on LinkedIn, you do a podcast, you do regular social media where you don't just promote your own stuff. You actually add value. Go ahead and put yes or no in the chat box. More um, than 50% are he, saying no. Here's what I'm going to share. And now, now let's let's do this. If this is over your head, put number one. If you're look, listening to Ryan and me going, what? Do number one. And if it makes sense to you and you get it, do a number two. Because I'm really, really curious to see. All right. So for, for most, most people, um, all right. For most people, you're, you're getting it, which is great. If you are not doing this yet, you are very vulnerable in your career. If we fast forward five, 10 years, you are going to find out, you're going to look back on this moment and realize 
there was a wave. It's it's not even early on the adoption curve. It is well established. You must be establishing yourself as an authority. And the way you do that is not by walking around, delivering your value proposition and waving testimonials. The way you do it is, is by first and foremost, giving value. That's when people really will trust you. So if you're not sure how to do this yet, start doing some research. You know, we've covered three ideas so far. We've talked about investing in people. We've talked about building cash flow businesses. We're talking about building audiences. Before we go to the next one, Actually, or, can I, can or, I, no, or even deeper in this rabbit hole, if you could only take action on one, mm. what would it be? I know we're jumping around in different areas. We're sharing a lot of ideas with you because we want to offer a diverse perspective, but it's about execution. If you could only take action on one, what would that be? Put that in the chat box. I will constantly stretch you to think big, but to start really, really small. If you go and take action on all of them simultaneously, you will fail, I promise you. People, invest in people, people, people. Let's say eyeballs. I love it. Eyeballs. I love eyeballs. I have two of them. Grow a following. Audience building. Okay, cool. That was his idea to share, by the way. He's like, we need to talk about audience building. And I said, okay. That was my idea. That's interesting. Yeah. By the way, that's the reason that I was qualified to take this job. When I was in medical sales, I wanted to start a business. So I started a podcast called The Mentee. I turned that into a six-figure business in a year because I had developed an audience that knew, liked, and trusted me and was willing to do business with me. And because I had learned how to turn content into dollars, that's what Gary and Jay said, okay, come try to do it with the one thing. It started with building an audience. Yes. Yes. Now, now you may share your story. I don't remember what it was. Well, then it wasn't that important. Now, was it? Let's talk about, I love what you said about um, investment. What, was, what were we talking about? Audience, eyeballs, cough. Oh, that's it. Thanks, Jeff. Gosh, you're so smart. Okay, so one I'm, of the things- well hydrated. One, one of the things that I would say is what's the best thing that you're afraid to give away for free and what would happen if you just put it out there into the world? Ooh, put, or, that, put that in the chat box. Okay, hold on. I want to see. I got to write it in chat box. Jeff told me to put it in. Oh, not me. out of here. Okay, so for example, I have a video on YouTube called 12 Months to 1 Million on Amazon. So a lot of my students and customers sell on Amazon.com. They sell physical products. That video has a million views on YouTube. And I teach the exact model. It's like, here's what you do to build a million-dollar business on Amazon. I don't hold anything back. I'm totally detailed. It's an hour-long presentation and I give the whole model away for free. And people are they watch this and they're like I cannot like oh my goodness. And the reaction isn't thank you so much. I hope I never see that guy again. It's how do I do business with that guy right now? That video has driven more business to our company than anything we've ever done. Because it's the best thing and it goes viral and it gets shared and gets a million views. And we create millionaires and then they come back and they want to do more business with us. The same thing happened with Keller Williams. Gary Keller recognized that while the company was getting a lot of traction, they still weren't getting the recognition that they, that they needed. And so Gary went to his leaders and said, submit to me a hundred ideas on how we can just really establish ourselves as a leader in this industry. And they put together a hundred ideas and they worked it all the way down to one for Gary and Jay to write a book. And they held nothing back. They literally scripted out how you can start as an agent, 
to becoming a million dollar business owner. And it's called The Millionaire Real Estate Agent. And that single book was the catalyst that took Keller Williams to go boom to the point where now it's the largest in the, in, mm. in the world. I didn't realize that that was the catalyst for the growth of Keller Williams. It was a big part at the beginning. Wow, that that's amazing. Part. And it started with content and building an audience. How about them apples? Uh, you said something to me before we started recording, which was something about ROI if you're dead. What did you say? Okay, so the the fourth area of best investment is your health, body, and mind. So, Jeff, have you ever had a morning where you woke up and you had a great night's sleep and then you had like a green smoothie for breakfast, maybe a shot of coffee, and you heard your favorite song and you were like ready to go and raring, full of energy? Justin Timberlake? Yes. yes exactly, Justin Timberlake or Katy Perry. And you and your wife are connected and you have a great relation and you just like, you feel energized, everything's right. You're just like ready to kill it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So how is your productivity throughout the day when you're just raring to go like that? Stellar. And what's the ROI on stellar work? Infinite. Okay. What's the ROI on your work when you're dead? None. Right. So a lot of entrepreneurs or even growth, even growth-minded people like we are, will run themselves into the ground, be stressed, overwhelmed, eat fast food because they're trying to save time so they can get to the next meeting, so they can go crush the next thing. And then they get sick and dead. And the ROI on that is really bad when you're dead. It's really hard to make the next sale when you're dead. But it's really, really easy when you are lit up, full of energy and enjoying life because people buy what they perceive. And if they perceive happiness and confidence, you go in with the cards stacked in your favor. Mm -hmm. So there is an immense, infinite ROI to you being healthy, focused, fit, and happy. How many of you right now are happy with where you are with your health? If so, yes. If no, go ahead and share no. I, I will be the first to raise my hand and say, no, I'm not. I'm not exercising enough. My diet's not where it needs to be. I've been very public about this. And if I don't make a meaningful change, if I fast forward 10, 20 years, I will not be happy with the results. Mm. I am actually very surprised at how 50-50 it is. I expected it to be more slanted to the no, which kudos to you guys. Congratulations. And for those of you who are in the no bucket, we get to be friends. So you will never forget this. If you said no, here you, you will remember me later today. Because if you drink a green smoothie versus eating a cheeseburger, you will remember that we talked about how there is an ROI to how you feel on the other end of a meal. If you eat a cheeseburger and then you go back to work, there is a different level of output than if you had salmon and steamed spinach. Now, this is not to promote or demonize any diet or lifestyle plan. It is simply an analysis of your output as a result of what you put into your body. So. You can make whatever decisions you want with your life, but there is an ROI to the food you eat. There is an ROI to what you do in the gym. There is an ROI to your appearance, like it or not. There is an ROI to how people perceive you and they take in your happiness, confidence, health, appearance, fitness level. 
And that has a direct impact on your business, your bottom line, and the amount of money that you can charge in a client relationship. 100%. Well, I'll tell one story and then we're going to get into Q&A. So everybody, if you have a question as it pertains to uh, attracting the right people into your life, whether it's scaling business, whether it's building audiences, whether it's health related, I won't take those. That will go to Ryan. Go ahead and start submitting those now. But we had a woman in our audience uh, who was a member of one of our, our courses, Time Blocking Mastery. Her one thing was real estate. She wanted to double down on our lead gen. She wanted to form a habit of time blocking and lead generating every single day. But four weeks into us working together, she realized something. Every single day that she showed up, she was tired. Mm. She didn't have the right energy. And when she was in front of clients, she subconsciously lacked confidence because when she looked in the mirror, she didn't respect the person that she saw. Mm. She realized that her one thing was not business. She really needed to get her health under control first. And she went on to a 66-day challenge to turning her health around. As a result of losing a bunch of weight, her energy went through the roof. As a result, her confidence went through the roof. So now she had more endurance when she was making calls. When she was with people, she was showing up more fully, more presently, more confidently, and her business started to take off as well. When you do one thing, the right thing, it can topple over many things. And so as we look at everything that we have covered so far here today, we've already asked you before, if you could only do one thing based on what we shared so far, please go ahead and think of that. Recognize that can then start to topple over many other things. So let's get into Q&A. Well, there you have it, folks, the content portion from our most recent One Thing webinar series. We did get into Q&A at the end. This is something we do at the end of every live webinar that we do. That way, folks like you can submit your unique questions to us and we can make sure that we really personalize it to you. Um, if you want to be a part of the next webinar, just go to the onething.com slash webinar. And that's with the number one in the URL. So the onething.com slash webinar. And you can see who the next webinar is. At the time of this recording, uh, we are going to be interviewing Angela Duckworth of the New York Times bestselling book, Grit. So this is, she's, we're very excited to be interviewing her. So if you would like to be able to interact with Angela directly, make sure you go to the onething.com slash webinar, sign up for it. And you can also find the video of this webinar on that website as well. So go check that out. The thing that really resonates with me about my conversation with Ryan is people. People, you know, if if I can only drive one thing home with you today, it is the number one investment. We talked about it. We talked about it first for a reason because we believe in acting in order of priority. Meaning, if we spent the entire hour just talking about that in first investment, it would have been worthwhile. I'll always remember the first time I heard directly from Gary Keller's mouth that the greatest investment you can ever make is in people. And just remember, folks, if you are hitting a ceiling in your life, it is because you are missing a person, either in the form of leverage, meaning an employee or a contractor, or in the form of a mentor or coach. So whatever you heard in this episode, pick one that you want to take action on and go take that action. You will be so glad that you did because consuming content is great. You know, it, it, it sharpens the saw. It ultimately changes the way you think. Yet the greatest results will come when you back your learning with action. So please, folks, get into action. And if you're one of those people who wants to have us with you by your side while we hold your hand as you discover what it means to live a productive life as your weekly accountability partner, then text the word founder to the number 33444. We're gonna stop accepting applications any day for the founding member group for our new membership training platform. You 
absolutely want to be a part of this. So text the word founder to the number 33444. And with that, we will see you in the next episode where we talk about the leadership gap. What gets between you and your greatness?